War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle spot number 140. It is August 17th. It's about 520 and it's 96 degrees outside. I'm going to get the number right on the Bloggle spot. Last two days I've been one behind. I don't know why. I missed one, missed a number somewhere. And this is the 140th. I've, I've named them the right thing, but I called them the wrong thing during the Bloggle spot. But anyway. It's 140, and this one is brought to you by Auburn Art and AuburnArt.com, located in downtown Auburn. If you go to their site, pick up one of their prints, one of their uh, pieces of jewelry, art, anything, and use promo code PODCAST, you'll get 10% off. So go do that. Uh, today, not much news. The only thing coming out of practice now is 30-second clips that uh, Charles Goldberg, the team beat reporter uh, gets posts out there and it's usually nothing but a, guy, a bunch of guys doing drills that have nothing to do with plays. That being said, I wanted to get into something that I kind of heard today. Uh, so for like the last week or two, the <clears throat> underlying scuttle butt, the, the stuff going on and the discussions going on in back rooms and forums hey, you should go to warblogger.com slash the barn and let's talk in the message board. Let's do that, okay? Anyway, um, the, the stuff being said, as we know at this point, we don't have a quarterback named Auburn. Gus Malzahn is not named one. Given the way bloggle spots have gone, he's probably naming it right now at 520. And when I post this, this will all be pointless. Uh, but if you remember, about two weeks ago, I just put out there that I'm – I think Jeremy Johnson was going to be the starter for the first game just because he was steady and okay at the end of the last year. John Franklin III wasn't picking it up yet, and Brett Lashley was kind of throwing it out there that, hey, maybe y'all shouldn't expect it to be John Franklin. He's pretty much new to all of this and never played a D1 snap. And he's got Sean White and Jeremy Johnson who have, who started both about half a season apiece. Um, so I just thought it was going to be Jeremy Johnson. Well. This past weekend, Saturday, they had a, a scrimmage, and Jeremy Johnson didn't take one snap. They said it's because he had a hurt hand, and that, and we shouldn't read into it. But what I've heard is he didn't take a snap because he's pretty much the third stringer. Um, I don't know if it's a thousand percent sure for sure, but it does kind of go along with the fact that people have been saying for a week or two that Sean White is most likely the starter. Brandon Marcello said it today, basically said it's his to lose, um, and it's just been kind of the underlying, underground, I don't know why I keep saying underlying, underground scuttlebutt talk. The, the thought was, the idea was, and what I heard today was that Sean White has been more consistent with the offense, Jeremy Johnson is still pretty erratic. It's like they really want John Franklin to take the job, but he's still a little more inconsistent than John, than uh, Sean White, uh, which kind of make kind of reminds me of Last Chance You. If any of you've seen that, you know last year John Franklin came in. He was supposed to be, you know, awesome Florida State transfer, blah blah blah, and for whatever reason he just didn't get it. It didn't. It was not his style of offense, but it's like you you could see the coach wanting John Franklin to be the starter, telling him, hey, man, just go run the ball. Do your thing. But then he kept making mistakes on certain plays, you know, pass plays, fumbles, whatever. And they ended up putting in the find the 
the steady, he's okay quarterback, passing quarterback. And not to downplay Sean White at all, but that's what he that's what he basically is. He's the fine, steady passing quarterback. He could be awesome. I think he's extremely smart, knows how to play football, knows how to, where to throw the football, you know, knows everything about the the system and all that. And he's he's a little bit more fleet of foot than Jeremy Johnson. And as we saw last year, you know, he he against Mississippi State, I remember he ran. 30, 40 yards a few times, uh, mainly because it's a surprise. Like when Daniel Cobb or Chris Todd would run, it was such a surprise. But he was able to – he wasn't scared. He wouldn't take a dive or anything like that. He'd get around the defense, run, juke, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I, it would, I, I have said from the beginning, n- none of the quarterbacks that are named, if, if they named J.J., J.F. Three, and or Sean White, I would not be surprised at all because – they're all kind of the – they're not the same in any way, but they're all kind of the same level, I guess you could say. Jeremy Johnson is huge, should be awesome, has a has a good arm. He can throw it a long way. Sean Franklin – Sean Franklin. Sean White is smart, not going to run like crazy, but he's smart, knows how to throw the ball. John Franklin can run all over the place. He just might not have the greatest arm. So they all ha- – they all three have pretty good upsides and then – pretty decent downsides too so far we don't know what they've really looked like um so sean white's the starter john franklin the third if sean white is the starter and john franklin the third is second it's almost like they're giving john franklin the every last chance to take the starting job it's like he's just good enough but he's not good enough in terms of knowing the offense i mean we know he's a good athlete he's he was on the florida state's track team He's probably the fastest quarterback we've ever had, and that includes Cam and Nick Marshall in terms of just running a 40. Um, so I think that's what it is. I just feel like that's what I've heard. It's it's Sean White's to lose. John Franklin is almost there. He's just not there. And it's like if Sean ends up not being that great, John Franklin would come in. As far as Jeremy Johnson, that just seems like such a – waste i mean we saw it last year it was like no we there was no reason for, to claim he should have been in the heisman race before the season but he just looked the part he was the story the easy story that everybody wrote saying you know look at this freak he's he looks like cam almost in terms of height and all that well there was no reason to think that other than just looking at him but it just seems like if he's third string behind tiny little john franklin and sean white i don't know that's just – I don't see him tra- not transferring, but he's only he would only have one more year, uh, I guess. I don't even really know. But anyway, so I I just – I it, again, it does not surprise me at all if Sean's the, the starter. It's just that – the fact – if you take J.J. out of it, and I don't, I don't want to just throw him out, but if you do – it does make me think that John Franklin should be playing. And, I, again, that's not taking anything out of away from Sean White. I loved when he played last year. Yeah, he threw one touchdown pass to Ricardo Lewis in the Ole Miss game, and he threw four interceptions. But he was a freshman thrown into the mix in the midst of a bad season. Remember, what's his name? Um, not John Gruden. Maybe, maybe he did too. But the guy from ESPN, bald guy, Trent Dilfer. 
he loved Sean White. Said he was like the smartest football, high school football player he ever knew and all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. I, I just feel like we need that exciting running attack part of the quarterback, especially with Javon gone and at least being one man down, two man down if you count Rock, um, three if you count Peyton. All those down on the running back position, you kind of just need that extra, oh, he might run it to take his eye off the running back, you know. But as I tweeted today, off Auburn's defensive line might be one of the best they've ever had in terms of depth and talent. Their offensive line, maybe not as deep as defensive line, but probably just as talented. Braden Smith, Alex Kozan, Austin Golson, Dampier, all those. Uh, Robert Leff, all of them have been playing. Austin Golson really played a ton, but all, all of them have been playing, and they have. That's what a, an offensive line needs. The 2010 season, they were like all seniors, and they knew each other, and they knew how to play. 2013 season had some decent seniors. So those, that is how you win football games. If, if especially with Gus Malzahn's offense, you push around the defensive line. You push them, you push them, you push them. You run two, three yards. You run two, three yards. You run two, three yards. Then they're so tired, there's a huge hole. One play, boom, you're gone. That's all Trey Mason did his entire senior year. Or was that his junior year? I don't remember. His entire last year. Two, three yards, two, three yards, two, three yards. Get up real fast, run it for 40. And that, if you've got a line that can just continuously punish the defensive line, that's all you need. It really doesn't matter if you're handing it off. Or if you're Sean White, who could run a play action and throw a 60-yard bomb to, I don't know, Marcus Davis, Tony Stevens, who cares, Kyle Davis, any of them. That That's all you need is that line. And then the defensive line. I mean, Carl Austin, Montrevious Adams, Jeff Holland, all of them might have a decent linebacking core now with T.J. Neal and Trey Threat, and, or Threat, however you say it, and Trey Williams, and it just seems like the, the boring parts of the of the field, the non-skill players, the non-interception guys, the guys that just push people around, that is what's going to be Auburn's strength this year, We as we think right now. We thought quarterback was going to be Auburn's strength last year, and it ended up being probably one of the worst positions we had for multiple reasons. So we're, we're all caught up in running back and quarterback because those are the people that you know because they say their names on TV and they say them most in the news because they hold the ball. But we all know that the game is a, is a football is a game of inches and it's in the trenches. Put that on a pillow. That's just, that's how it is. It, it's all about creating holes for the running back. Every great running back was made great by their line. Barry Sanders, maybe, I mean, he... All he did was run around in circles and break tackles and all that. But most, I mean, Bo Jackson, yes, he was fast and could break away. But he he got there because of the offensive line. And Auburn should have a good one. And if you can stop and contain a good running quarterback, a.k.a. Deshaun Watson, that's all you need is that defensive line to do that. So, Sean White might be the starter, but I don't think it'll matter that much because our line... Our lines are what will be our strength. Alrighty. Again, this is brought to you by Auburn Art. AuburnArt.com. Go use promo code podcast and get 10% off your order. Tell them more blog will send you.
tomorrow is oh by the way I'm gonna be in a in being a beautiful blogger and I we'll be married 10 years next week we'll be on a cruise so probably won't be any blogging spots next week sorry dry your eyes but I'll probably still have content scheduled to go out tweets countdown to kickoff all that good stuff we're getting close we're 17 days away TJ Neal and Marquise McLean 17 days away. Bloggle spot number 140 done. War Eagle.